Hello, everybody. This is Dylan Fizzizzle, Bracken Fizzizzle, and Walt Fizzizzle. And we are about to start our podcast. Walt. Yes. Um, Alright, I'm going to talk about the chapter enemies. Um, basically, what happens in this chapter is this guy named Lee uh, Strunk and Dave Jensen they get in a fight, and it's over a jackknife that uh, supposedly. Dave stole from Lee, um, and they actually get in like a fist fight, and they start duking it out, and um, when they fight, uh, Dave um, breaks Lee's nose, and he kind of, well, he doesn't really feel bad at first and he's just kind of like sent as a message like don't mess with me and two days later uh dave gets nervous and kind of paranoid and he keeps away from lee because he always feels like he could fight back whenever he wanted to and uh yeah and when uh one afternoon one afternoon, uh, he puts his, he starts shooting around in the air and yelling Lee's name and all the other soldiers like hid and he runs out of ammo and he just kind of goes into a slump and he actually breaks his own nose with the pistol because he feels bad for breaking Lee's nose and so, uh, for this chapter, I thought, why do you think, um, uh, Lee was, I mean, Dave was so quick to feel bad for his wrongdoings? Because his father was just, like, bothering him the yeah. whole time, and he just, like, that guilt in his stomach. Well, I don't feel that he was, how do you say it? I don't feel that he was a bad person in the first place, so the fact that he just, like, that was his way of apologizing by punishing himself for his actions is kind of admirable. So I don't think he's a bad person. It just goes to show that, like, you can always do something, but there's repercussions. Mm. And also, what do you think, like, based on the later chapters, like, the dynamic of the soldiers... Why do you think uh, he stole his jackknife in the first place? I think it was just joking around and it got serious too quick because tensions were high. So I think it was more of an insignificant factor, but it's, I mean, it's called the things they carry. That's probably, that jackknife might have some importance to him. Mm-hmm. Who knows, it may depend. Yeah, like it could have been like, maybe like his dad gave it to him before he went to the war or something like that. Or maybe that was a word for like a veteran and he used it. So yeah. Alright, uh now on to the next chapter of Friends. Um Dave and Lee get to the point where once they're fighting a whole lot they become friends and they get very close to one another. And they trust each other actually a lot, and they like 
get in there. They dig foxholes together and do a bunch of stuff together. And uh, they kind of just stuck together for from here on out until Lee eventually steps on a mortar and blows his right leg off at the knee. And he begs Dave not to kill him since he's in like... He's like about to die, basically. So he begs him not to kill him, like put him out of his misery. And uh, Dave says that he wouldn't kill him and tries to keep him like sane. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't end up killing his friend, but as he gets airlifted out, once he gets his like leg blown off, he dies and uh, it seemed to have relieved Dave of an enormous weight, so my question was, do you think Dave was being, like, a fake friend, I guess, for, like, feeling a sense of relief once he died, or? No, not at all, it's a stressful situation, you gotta consider somebody's death when somebody's life is in your hands and you're making a decision for them, because he really didn't have a decision whether he would or not. He didn't know whether he was going to make it out in time, but he really didn't have a decision. So, either way, there's a point for either side. Yeah. Um, then I thought that, yeah, like, you don't know if he's going to survive or not. So, but like, if he was feeling relief, maybe that's like a little like, bad on his side yeah. as a friend. So. All right, and uh, um, the next question was, why do you think um, Lee was so, I mean, Dave was so, apolo not apologetic, but um, he gave him such, like, hope before he was... Uh, on his final like minutes, I guess, saying that he wouldn't die and that he wouldn't kill him because, of course, they're in that big fight and stuff. And what do you think kept Dave if he like after he died, felt relief? But why didn't he want him to die right then and there? Because he's trying to stand up for him in a way. He's trying to be strong when he knows the other person's faith and like life is faltering because they're about to die so I mean he's just kind of there as support more than anything the relief was more of just a not glad this is over but more of a I don't know how to say it but more of a just calm understanding of he's moved on now yeah I think like since the only reason he'd be relieved is because like he doesn't have to take care of him anymore because like he could actually like focus on himself and so and maybe there's like they don't have to split the like food by more people now, so that might be a part of it too all right uh next chapter i think it was uh, the next chapter, I did um, how to tell a true war story, and um, 
I wanted to know how or why did they say um, that he that Lemon uh, probably stepped on a mine, but like it seemed as if sunlight lifted him off the ground into the tree. Like what? What does that mean? Um, I think it was more like. I guess kind of in a sense metaphorical, but uh, when the explosion hit, he could have gone flying in the fire. It all could have been like compared to sunlight lifting him into the trees. Yeah, but how did sunlight like like why? What does it well, mean when they say the sunlight? author? The author said that there's no metaphors in the book. Oh, it's yeah, basically yeah. just what happened. Oh. So that is actually what happened based on depiction. So there's no other way to really look at it. You could look at it metaphorically, but it wouldn't be effective. It wouldn't be the actual thing that you're reading about. Uh -huh. So you just have to look at it from a standpoint of what it is and where it comes from. Okay. And then my second question is, uh, uh, like, they said that, like, it wasn't really sunlight that killed Lemon, but, like, they said like it, it seemed like it. So is the explosion and so bright. Yeah, so like was the like I don't know, like they said it was too crazy to believe. So I'm pretty sure he just like did he just like just like die right on the spot? No, he he got, it might have like, been an over exaggeration too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because like, he probably did die on the spot though. If the, it was a major explosion, it probably killed him on site. Well, in the last two chapters, it says that he got his leg blown off and he was like laying there saying, "Don't kill me, don't kill me." So I think it was like a crazy explosion, but he must have like gotten really lucky to only get his leg blown off instead of actually dying yeah getting blown into pieces and then the second chapter i did was um oh wait no it's not my turn Back in all right so the chapter i did was the dentist and in relativity to the chapter, my first question is, why does Kurt Lemon have to demonstrate his capacity to endure suffering and act bravely in the face of adversity? So why does he... He goes a little over the top in the chapter with the way he does certain things, and it ends up typically getting him into more trouble than he should be. Um, I think, like, his... Crazy or rebellious actions, I guess, just being wild and not really thinking ahead. Yeah, thinking ahead to anything is like, uh, as a result, they could probably get him killed a lot quicker and easier. But yeah, besides that, it's just kind of, it may, it may have been his lifestyle before he went to war, just kind of like, live life on the edge to the fullest kind of thing, so. And like, everyone in the war knows that there's like, a really high chance of like, obviously not making it out, so, they gotta like, try to do as much as they can, for whatever situation they're fighting for. Typically, they have to recover after that because it's such a dramatic impact it causes PTSD and other syndromes that 
Yeah, like they'll never be the same. Relive, reliving trauma from those days out at war. All right, and my second question on the chapter is, what causes Kurt Lemon's death? Was it his flaws or another consequence? He was killed in battle. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not sure really. It, his flaws may have a big impact in it. Like, he doesn't do something or forgets to. Well, he was a frontline soldier. He was a yeah. soldier that was. I'm gonna go get this done and I'm gonna give it my all. Kind of. He had that adversity. Yeah, so like him, he probably wasn't like. Honestly, he wasn't much afraid of death. Like, he just wanted to help the people around him and like make sure as long as they're safe, he's happy. Yeah, that's probably one of the most... That probably clarifies what his intentions were. Yeah, and honestly, he's like a front linesman or whatever that it's called. It's like probably the most high risk. You're probably going to die right now situation, so... I don't think it's entirely his flaws. I also think it's like being a soldier, you're gonna die. It's admirable, but at the same time, it's at a yeah. casual fault. Anyways, next chapter. So I have the next chapter. It's a um, sweetheart of song of the song Trabong. And um, my question was uh, when Mitchell Sanders says that uh, the story about the medic who ships his girlfriend to Vietnam. Uh, like they, she says, like it couldn't possibly be, but like the uh, rat he insists on doing it. So I don't know. I don't know what it means. So like, does he like does he say about like the girlfriend? Like he's writing and he's like crying and everything that because. He's sad he died, but he knows that his girlfriend's gonna be like super, like yeah. way more sad. Kind of like I'm, I'm feeling this way. I couldn't imagine how she's feeling right now. Yeah. Like, but was the relationship that deep? Was there a connection like with the girlfriend? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like maybe because that's another factor. Because if it wasn't, it doesn't really depict it. Doesn't in the chapter. Yeah. I didn't think it showed it as well, but. Similarly, it's just kind of off. It's offsetting that it, he even died in the first place. But the fact that he, his girlfriend, we don't know how she feels about it is kind of a flaw, I guess you could say. And then it says that like none of the other medics were even like trying to take care of him except except Rat. So I don't. Well, that's as a result of mass casualties and trying to get to everybody. There's a lot of people in war, and there's a lot of people that are injured, and there's a lot of factors, especially with modern warfare and explosions. And I thought they weren't helping them because they just, like, didn't care. Or they knew he was going to die, like, yeah. on the spot. Or, yeah. Well, typically, that's what they would be. If they knew somebody was going to die, they're going to tend to the people who have a better chance of living. Yeah. Unless you need immediate help and there's a chance, there's no point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of materials, and you gotta be material efficient and warm. That's it. Alright, and that concludes the D Swizzle, B Bizzle, and Walt Pizzle 
podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye.